Hey, everyone. Welcome back to After the Island. I'm Elizabeth. I'm Alex. And we have Phoebe from season four with us today. Welcome. How are you feeling? Um, I'm overwhelmed, I think. I'm, you know, back at school. So I, there's a lot of change that occurred in a very short amount of time. And I'm indulging in it, but I'm also like, whoa, me like 40 days ago was so different than me. Yeah. So it's a lot to think about. And um, I had the most amazing, crazy adventure of my life that one day I'll tell my kids. So. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Okay, good. Have good. you been recognized back at school yet by like people on yeah. campus? Yeah. And in airports, like I had like a layover so in Arizona and I took my sunglasses off because like I had a booger and I had to like fix I'm it. Dead. And these like <laughs> other girls came up to me and they're like, oh my God. And I was like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I love but yeah, it. Well, like it's mostly like my friends and yeah, just yeah, definitely. One of the first questions we love asking people, well, personally, <laughs> I love asking people this. How were you cast for the show or did you apply and what was your process like? Yeah, so I am a huge fan of the show and I always wanted to like have this experience just because I love this show so much. Um, and I always said when I turn 21, I'm just going to apply and I'm going to do it. Um so I was in Barcelona with my friends and I was super drunk and we ended up just like looking at this application and it was like 85 questions long and we just started going for it and attacking it. And I applied and then I got a call um, a month or a couple months later and the interview process happened. And then next thing you know, I'm walking into Casa more. <laughs> so oh my gosh. It was crazy. Yeah. Okay, so you applied. So that's like yeah, that's very different that. than other people's yeah. that we've heard. So it's like that's a it's a great thing. So people, if you want to apply, apply. You can <laughs> be on. Um, let's get right into it. You went in for Isaiah in Casa, and what made you or motivated you to pursue him so boldly? So I actually was home watching the show with my parents the first episode I wasn't yet um anywhere so I when Isaiah walked out I was like ooh, <laughs> cute and oh my gosh um I had my eye on him just from the beginning and when I went into the villa we kind of just had like this like really nice um and easy flowing conversation and what really started um what really motivated me to pursue him was when we did that like bird feeding liquid challenge. Oh, yeah. It was like a huge thing for the Casa More girls just because it really broke the ice. Like it was really overwhelming and stressful and intimidating. And like you were starstruck to be seeing these people. Um, And after we had that challenge and Isaiah was spitting into my mouth, it was like, I had this, I felt like this level of comfort between us and I was like looking for that. And he also made me really nervous. And in my outside life, I feel as though like I don't get too nervous around guys just because I grew up with two older brothers and I've been around them my whole life. Mm -hmm. Um, But when I felt like nervous and like giddy, I was like, huh, like that's (laughs) something I haven't really felt. Um, And then we, then I just like started pursuing him and it everything else happened very naturally and organically. Um, 
boldly. You got to be bold if you're a Casa more girl. You have to kind of like put your heart on the line and, you know, go after what you want. And all of my amazing Casa more girls did the same. Um, maybe I was shown a little bit like doing bolder things, but and because it was Isaiah, but um, I just went after the person that I thought I had the best initial connection with. Yeah. And in Casa that you stated that you thought you were a much better fit for Isaiah than Sydney. Why at the time did you think that? Um, it's not that I like believe, like, it's not that I was like, oh, like I'm a better fit and she's not and Sydney's not. It was more of like, I'm a Casa more girl and I have to like express like, you know, I think that I might be a better fit because X, Y, and Z after having all these long conversations with Isaiah and like, just like the way we spoke and what we spoke about, not everything was shown. And um, we, I just felt like our energies were like very compatible. And I said to Isaiah, when we were in the villa, I was like, I don't know your dynamic with Sydney. I don't know like what you guys are like in the villa. And I have no idea like the, the extent to which your connection is. Like I had no idea. Um, but when I said like, I'm a much better fit, that was just me after gathering what I heard from him and everything. I was like, yeah, like I'm a much better fit. Like, you know what I mean? It wasn't like in a, like a mal intent or like a nasty way. It was more of like, yeah. um, let me tell you why. And I was just like, I am, I fight when like, I really fight in this and that, but I obviously had no idea really what to the extent that they were. Do you know what I mean? It was just mm -hmm. me just saying like, I'm a much better fit. And you kind of have to like put yourself out there in that, in those types of ways as a Casa Margo, it's hard to explain. Yeah. So we know you got a lot of flack for <sighs> the way that you were talking about Sydney and Casa more. So is Sydney aware of like what you said or have you did you talk about at the reunion and did you see anything wrong with the way that you maybe worded some things um I'm human and I'm also 21 um and when you're put into a very overwhelming and overstimulating and just crazy environment and ecosystem um obviously you can't like like be so calculated in like everything you say and how it may be seen and how people might internalize that or um, just like, you know, like, it's just like hard. <laughs> like um, I never like spoke bad about Sydney's character or like who she was. I don't know her. I didn't know her at the time. Mm -hmm. um, I know that people are upset that I was like Sydney who. Yeah. And, and that, um, that was a chant that every single Casa Amor girl were singing. And maybe I think they just showed me. Um, and like the Casa Amor boys also were like doing their chants. And like, it's like a Casa Amor thing. Like, I don't know. It's just like, you know, the girls are like, we want like the boys to forget about the girls back at the villa. And we want you to like, give us a chance and things like that. And it wasn't like nasty. It was mm -hmm. like so many chants went on during the raunchy races, during the bird feeding challenge, the boys like, were chanting with us and things like that, like Villa who like things like that. So um, I never ever would attack someone's character. And especially if I don't know them, like I would never do that. And I even said to Isaiah, I was like, it's not my place 
to talk badly about your situation or anything. Um, I want you to get to know me. And then you make your decision off of getting to know me. And I think that there's a lot that occurred in our conversations that was really left out um, or that the public didn't get to see. Mm -hmm. And my approach, I'm a very strong um, um, like woman who like who knows um, what she wants and goes after what she wants and pursues. Um, that's how I've always been. And the way I pursued Isaiah in Casa Amor, I think definitely has been spun to seem as though I was putting another girl down to make me to elevate myself, which is just really not the case. Um, and I think all the guys can attest to that. I really wanted Isaiah to get to know me. And we spent long, long, um, we spent a lot of time getting to know each other. Um, and I apologize if people, you know, think that I was like that, but I spoke to Cindy and me and Cindy are literally best friends. Um, and I, I haven't really like watched it over in like, yeah, fine detail. You know? yeah. <laughs> um, but I didn't know Sydney before. And then when I got into the villa and everything with water was under the bridge, I got to know Sydney and Sydney got to know me and, what's in the past and Casa Moore was in the past. She was a stranger. I had no idea who she was. Um, mm-hmm. And I really didn't speak poorly about her. Like I really didn't. Yeah. And speaking about coming back to the villa and adjusting, you know, to getting to know Sydney, two things. First, walking into the Casa recoupling. What was that like walking <sighs> in to everything? Yeah. That feels like the worst moment. Yeah. Possibly like, <laughs> um, <laughs> like, you know, I, there was so many different emotions going on in me because like I was, I have to allow myself to feel everything and uh, like be proud of everything I felt in that moment. And half of like a little bit of me, like per- these are percentages, right? So like a little percentage of me was like, fuck, like, fuck. Not even a little. That was probably the majority of it. Yeah, like 90%. Like 90%. And then like 1% was like, I'm like happy because Isaiah gave me a chance. And like, I will hopefully show everyone that like, I'm not this homewrecker crazy person that they probably assumed I was. Um, And it really, it really sucked seeing Sydney up there. Um, I didn't know her, but like the energy that translated to me, I was so fucking nervous and just like, just so intimidated and just like, I don't even know how to explain it. <laughs> like It was just so scary to be honest. And I felt super alienated and like everyone hated me and the dirty looks and this and that. And it just like, I knew also that I, it wasn't an easy decision for Isaiah. Like he, it, I didn't even think he was choosing me. Like the way it went down and caused him more like on the last day. Like I really didn't think he was choosing me. And it was also hard seeing him be like, so like upset to see her and he didn't know what to do. And seeing Sydney up there like that, I was upset. And it was just like all these emotions that I can't even begin to explain. Um, But it fucking sucked. So yeah. Tough situation. Um, it was 
tough, 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 tough. Um, were you basically like sticking with the Casa girls that came into the villa with you around that time? Because we see you and Isaiah kind of, it's almost like the next day you guys are just, it's called off. And did you connect with any of the OGs or someone that was in the villa after that point? Um, So, you know, that first night was very intense and like that, like my parents always told me that when a stone is hot, don't touch it. Um, What Sydney needed in that moment was not me in her face telling her what occurred. Um, She didn't need confrontation from me right away. Um, What she needed was her best friends to be there for her and for her to digest a very stressful and intense situation. Um, As much as I wanted to talk to her and, you know, kind of like, get my voice in there um, and tell the, and tell my story. That's not what she needed. And I think that people might have perceived that as like, when I did end up telling her, it was just because, you know, whatever, but that's really mm-hmm. just not the case. Like I did it out of respect. Um, and they, that may not have been seen, but she did not need me in her face, especially right. that next morning as well. We were in the bathroom and I was like, I do want to talk to you at some point today. And that point ended up being at night because just the way the whole day went, it just wasn't, it didn't feel right to Mm -hmm. the timing. And I wanted the timing to feel right for that and for her to feel ready. And I kind of got in the girls dressing room as we were getting ready at night, that inkling that it was time and it was ready. We had a glass of wine and let's just sit down girl to girl and just let me tell you what happened. So if you could go back and when you approached Sydney and you were like, can we talk? And when we talked to Sydney, she was like, yeah, I think I got a little too much details. Mm -hmm. Uh, So would you go back and approach the situation differently? Maybe not like tell everything in a play by play. Like, would you, or do you stand by what you did? I stand by everything I told her. Um, but I don't necessarily stand by the nitty gritty details um, that I may have expressed to her. For instance, like the koala bear statement, like I don't like that was not necessary. Yeah, um, yeah. I didn't need that imagery like to be happening. Do you know what I mean? So I don't yeah. stand by the fact that like. I think I was in an intense situation and I was also, I felt like kind of like I had a stake in everything that was going on. And I kind of felt a little bit um, forgotten in a way that like I did have emotions and feelings. And um, I also don't really know how to handle them in that type of situation. And I think that the way the play by play with regarding like the, the actions that like the conversation we had and the bed and think like the main points, I don't regret telling Sydney because I genuinely think that she needed to know that in order to get over this hurdle. Um, But I do, I do um, don't stand by the fact that I like went into like that detail because that's just, it's just not nice. And I didn't realize, I didn't realize that until Mm -hmm. after, Um, like after, after um when I when I like actually put myself in her shoes and I was like I would not want to hear that (laughs) like I just wouldn't want to hear that you'd be like Um, damn I hate me (laughs) yeah so there was a little there was definitely just like I 
I didn't feel good about like how much detail I did go into with Sydney. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah. After, you know, that died down, things kind of moved on to your next part of your journey. Was the villa more open to getting to know you, like all of the girls, the guys, like, did you become better friends with everybody after all of this? Yeah, I, I literally, like, after that whole situation was over, like, I was welcomed into the family, like, everyone there, like, it's so lovely, and I adore every single one of them, and they really made me feel comfortable, Um, Isaiah and I were friends, Sini and I were friends, Um, Vita was my mom, Deb was my aunt, not just my best friend, (laughs) Like, I really, really got accepted into the family. Um, and that's a lot. So yeah. um, after the Isaiah situation occurred, I was um, kind of in this no man's land where I didn't have a connection. And in Casa. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So How in, did that happen? Yeah. So let me explain. In Casa more, Chaz was like my best friend. Um, so was Jeff. And when I got back in, I, you know, there was really no one I felt as though I really wanted to pursue because I did get to know all the boys in Casa more. And um, they all kind of were just like my homies at that point. And after the Isaiah situation happened, I was talking to Bella and I was like, he's my best friend. And to me, like when a guy's my best friend, sometimes it could go like it could be platonic or it could mm-hmm. be, you know, in the way of like a uh, intimate connection because my mom always told me that sometimes best friends make the best partners. So I had so many conversations with Bella and Bella was like, well, you need to see, like you need to see if it's platonic or not because you are in here to find a connection. And um, we had a lot of conversations about the fact that I needed to kiss him. And she was like, you need to kiss him. Like it was a lot of deliberate, oh like a lot. And then, um, and Chaz told Bella, like, it was like this whole yeah. like situation where like, we kind of knew what was going to go down. Like everyone right. knew what was gonna go down. Um, and Chance was also getting to know Chaz. Like that was more of the triangle. I wasn't even in really that triangle. Cause after I kissed Chaz, we were like, Yeah. Like we're best friends, you know. Um, yeah, was- I remember you in like the dressing room, and you're like, "Yeah, I I feel something." And we were like, "No, yeah, I was so dying when you climbed like on sexual, him." In the- that was like sexual tension. Like that's what I felt, and I didn't realize that until I was like in beach hut, and I left beach hut, and I was like, "Hmm," like <laughs> I think I was just like sexually like sexually frustrated and I got to kiss and I felt something because I'm fucking horny on the show so um that's like kind of what I felt it wasn't like a romantic like spark and fireworks um but I think also Bella it was also a test for Bella and Chaz's relationship as well and that's also why when me and Bella were talking she was like you gotta do it like because we just need to see like what's supposed to be in the end and that's the whole Chaz story but me and Bella had so many conversations okay that's good to know yeah okay I need to clear this up because this kiss with Chad before the recoupling I have I need I need to know the real story so I I wrote down your quotes who is 
Who is telling the truth? So Chad oh, so says funny. that he asked you for chapstick and then proceeds to tell the boys, you said no, but you can kiss me. And then when you tell Joel, um, you say he asked for chapstick. I said no. I have my lip gloss though. And then he was like, I don't know. Do you want to kiss? No, no. So basically what happened was we we finally get to like the little nook area and we're sitting down and we were like talking about like something like really like I don't even know what we were talking about. And then he was like, I need chapstick. He was like, do you have? And I go, no, like like kiss you, though. Like I said something like that. Um, and then okay. or or is like I or I said something like, do you want me to kiss you? Like something like that. Like I initiated the kiss. Um like, I was like, oh, like, but I could kiss you. Like, is that okay? Or like something like that. And then I leaned in for the kiss. Okay. Um, it was a pack. It actually was a pack. <laughs> I swear on my life. I was just like, but the first time I kissed him, I kind of kissed his like goatee little thing. So then I kissed him again. So it was two packs then. Okay. But, okay. Um, two oh, packs. Yeah. Thank you for the clarification. Yes. We love I that. Clarification. <laughs> <laughs> So when the recoupling happened, we obviously saw that Joel picked you. Were you hoping that Chad would pick you in the recoupling? Or did you genuinely think something could happen with Joel? Because we see you the next day literally just like, no, <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. So um, when Joel walked in, he had a very strong connection with Bella. Um, he did get a conversation with every one of the girls, but him and Bella obviously have this like, crazy like for love at first sight um like I love their story um and I was actually going around the villa saying that like we like no you know like I wasn't into it like we're friends like I wasn't into it on paper he physically is my type um but I just we have really good conversation and we laugh a lot and like it's really fun talking to him but I didn't necessarily see it going anywhere um and I was saying that to everyone in the villa and then I spoke to Joel that night or the night of the recoupling. And I told him, I literally said, I was running around the villa saying that I friend zoned you. Um, and I have reservations about the fact that you're 28 and I'm 21. And we kind of really live like these like really separate lives. Um, I had reservations around the fact that he was really into Bella um, still, even when she left. Mm -hmm. And yeah. I didn't want to feel as though like he was kind of just pursuing me um, because I was kind of just like the one there. Um, and I told him everything that I relayed to the girls um, the entire time I was in the villa. And he told me, he was like, yeah, like I'm just trying to figure it out, um, whatever. And I had a chat with Chad. I, I honestly barely had a chat with Chad that night. They were coupling. Did I want Chad to pick me? Yes. Um, I wanted Chad to pick me because at that time I was, I built a really good foundation of a friendship with Chad that I did see going somewhere because I was also very physically like, like I was very physically attracted to Chad, his height, like everything just like really was going on for him. And I really Not liked it. Um, yeah. His chapped lips. Yeah, his chapped lips. Um, but I actually went into that night at the recoupling and I said this to the girls. I was like, tonight it'll kind of show me like who finally wants me. Cause I felt like I kept feeling a little bit like, um, 
you know, I was like the pursuer in the villa and it, I wanted to like, I wanted a guy to stand up there and be like, I want her because you know what I mean? And then like, yeah, I, wanted, I wanted to like, feel like someone was choosing me. Um, but I did have a stronger, I like wanted Chad to really choose me. But when Joel did choose me, I said to myself that night and to some of the girls, I was like, I'm going to wake up tomorrow and just try. And after the food eating challenge, I realized very com- competitively compati- compatible, but that was it. Um, yeah. He was just my friend. And then the 80s night that night. So, yeah. So we got to yeah. talk about the 80s night. Oh, wow. Yeah. I need to clear this up. All okay. right. Give it to okay. us. I need to clear this up. Because this came across as the shadiest kiss. Oh my God. I was ever. dying. <laughs> you pulled him into the room. I'm like so upset because it was such an amazing kiss as well. And I was trying to rain on my parade, but that is just not what happened. Um, I spoke to Chad earlier that night on the balcony. And I also spoke to Mackenzie earlier that day in the shower when we were washing off all the food from us. Mm -hmm. And she was saying like, I like, this is your experience. Like she was giving me really good advice about the Chad situation. And, um, when 80s when we got dressed up and whatever I I was like when Mackenzie gave me all that advice I was like okay like I'm just gonna go for it tonight I had like this like little like just like energy in me and everything was like I was like I had a plan you know like I just like had a girl and I had a plan and I finally wanted to like because me and Chad were friends you know, and we like really like we're friends and we didn't kiss outside of a challenge yet. So I was like, I'm just going to have a plan tonight and stick to my plan and just go for it. Um, Respectfully, though, I had a conversation with Chad on the balcony and just to get a feel of what like what where where his head was at and to let him know where my head was at. And he told me that um, he needed to have a conversation with Mackenzie because he saw them as just friends and I told him that I need to have a conversation with Joel and tell him that I know that we are just friends. And we had those conversations before our kiss. We, I sat down Joel, he sat down Mackenzie and we had our chat. Um, We friend zoned or not friend zone. I even, I hate using that. And I hate that I said it on TV, but we had a mature conversation and realized that it wasn't going to get into a romantic intimate level. Yeah. It makes couples. Yeah. And once all that was done and all that happened and everyone knew what, where everyone stood, I was like, I can kiss him. Um, should I have waited until the next day? Probably. Because we um, see Mackenzie walk in and it, the tension feels like well Mackenzie walks in um and I walked out and then when I I said I need to get a sweatshirt I went back in and I actually had a very I had like a longer conversation than what was shown with Mackenzie Mm -hmm. and she was like I like she like she's so understanding and like she like she knows that we had like a connection and she was like I totally get it. Like I, like I realized, like I realized that like there wasn't a romantic connection with Chad and like he came into my life for a reason and, um, and we were really having a conversation. So what was shown was like that first awkward, like me walking in, 
Yeah. Like, um, I kissed him and let me tell you exactly what happened because I wanted her to know um, instead of finding out from someone else in the villa. And then we literally hugged it out and everything was fine. Um, but I spoke to Joel before. Chad spoke to Mackenzie before. Mackenzie gave me advice before in the shower. And it was very, it went respectfully. Um, right. I still waited um, until the next day because it was like very, you know, a lot happened in the night. So, but time is so precious in the villa. And I just like finally felt at liberty and free to like um, kiss him, I guess. So, yeah, right. And then the next morning we see you in the dressing room with Mackenzie. And, yeah. you know, she brings up that she's trying to look out for you, mentioning that Ch- Chad, Chant, Chad is downplaying his feelings towards you. And this gets really heated. Can you kind of? Um, I had a very overwhelming, like, mental breakdown um, in the villa. And I, that morning, really was excited to tell the girls about the kiss. And um, when Mackenzie told the girls before I got to tell everyone, um, right after that, I, like, explained my kiss. And, like, we were all so excited. And, like, I, like, I felt like like supported by the girls, like all of them, like, and um, I was just really excited because I finally like broke all these shapes and I finally like found um, the connection that I really went in there looking for. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when Naja asked her, like, I forgot when Naja asked her and she was like, he's been downplaying his emotions and this and that. I think I was on such a, I was in such a space where I was like, I've had this connection. Is it too good to be true? But like blah 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 like that's where my head was when Mackenzie said that it put like insecurity straight into my connection um and she was like I'm looking out for you and like like I was in my head I was like so there's something to look out for me for you know what I mean like I felt really I was like am I like not reading the situation right like is there something I need to be looking out for like I got really insecure and I said I was like I think that's unfair for you to say that because um, I know Chad and I know he's not that type of guy. And by that, I was saying I was getting to know Chad for like six days at this point, And I know how respectful of a man he is. And I know that just the way he speaks and the way he goes about things, he's not going to like tell Mackenzie who expressed that she was only interested in Chad when she came in. Um, he, she's, he's not going to tell Mackenzie all of what he feels about me and stuff like that. So that's where I like almost spoke for Chad, which obviously I can't really speak on, but from my experience, I didn't, I just, I just, when she said like downplay and this and that, I kind of was only hearing like downplay, looking out for you, mm-hmm. this and that. And then when I pulled her for a chat, um, I was like trying to like explain to her how that made me feel. And she would like, we had like this like really big miscommunication between our realities of what happened in the girls' dressing room. And when you have different perceptions, your realities are different and it's hard to like understand each other. And I was so upset and insecure with just like what was going on with me. And I was overwhelmed emotionally that I ended up, and this is, it's, it's, I wouldn't call it a regret, but it's something that I have been very hard on myself about. Um, when I did get intense with Mackenzie and, um, I can't, I try really hard 
to control when I have emotional responses um, in the villa because it's very overwhelming. But in that moment and after having a, like a mental breakdown and after just like everything that I went through and me feeling so happy for myself, but then I was so insecure because I was like, if she's telling me this and there is something to watch out for, just everything, I ended up raising my voice at her and I hold calm, cool, collected and honest conversation to a very high regard um, in my life. Like I, that's like the one thing that I really pride myself on with all my friends, with everyone. And I disappointed myself um, in that situation, but I'm human. And as much as I try to be very mature all the time and to, you know, not let my 21 show, um, <laughs> I, in that moment, I had an emotional response to things that I didn't want to be hearing. And right. I, no, I think it's mature of you to acknowledge it. Yeah. yeah. And I apologized um, to her right after that. I said, my 21 was just showing. I'm sorry. Like, and she was like, I get it. Like, it's okay. Like, and we hugged it out and everything was fine after that. So uh, where do you and Chad stand? Sorry, I know we have five minute warning. So we have like so many questions. Fire, um, fire through them. So no, where do you and Chad stand now? Are you guys pursuing things? Are you just friends? What's the deal? Um, no, we're not just friends. We got to hang out outside the villa and that in that even like enhance our connection and um he's I would be lucky if one day he I got to call myself his girlfriend like that's how I feel okay um, and we live very close together we're 20 25 minutes away from each other oh um, wow we've been texting we've I've been updating him on my first day of classes and he's been telling me about his life now outside of the villa and um we do intend on continuing and seeing where we go and just taking it how Chad and Phoebe take it. Just very chill, organic, no pressure. We're not, you know, having this like exclusive, like pressure on us. We're kind of just going to vibe. I'm going to go out in Detroit, hang out with him and his friends. He's going to come here, come to a Michigan game. So we're really planning on just taking it how we've been taking it throughout the villa. And now we get to have a little more liberty as to what we do in the real world. Okay, that's great to hear. Yeah, I love because, it. Like, so excited. I didn't know if it was like legit or not. So I'm no, so happy really for you. It. Yeah. Um, I, like I want to do fast facts with you. That's super cute. Yeah. Um, I want to do fast facts with you because they're so funny. So just fire a name that comes to mind when you see the fast fact. Okay. Okay. Messiest person in the villa. Sydney. Funniest Islander. Nab. Best cook. Chad. Best smooth talker. Timmy. Yeah. Best kisser. Chad. <laughs> Someone playing the game could be from any point in the season. Um. Oops. Um. No one. Okay. Who would take the money at the end instead of splitting it? I know Isaiah chose me for this. Um, <laughs> um, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Most spiritual? Um, like Zita and Chad. Boldest. Me. Longest to get ready. 
it depends on when we started. Um, like who started first? I don't know. Um, cat. Okay. Maybe last to get out of bed. I feel like I never. I feel like I never saw like Timmy or Chad get out of bed ever. Jeff too. <laughs> That's hilarious. Okay. I love that. Yay. Good job. Love that. Um, I have one other question I've been dying to ask you. So you say you're a super fan of the show. Were there any other Islanders you like if someone had come back instead of Mackenzie, but like a guy from a previous season came back on, who would you want it to be? Wes. 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 Oh, from the UK. No, oh, wait. no, Wes from Amy and Wes. Oh, Wes. oh, 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 yeah. oh. Okay, I see that. I get that. I like that. Lawyer, Harvard. I get it. Did I make up? He was a lawyer. Yes, I think I did. Anyway, um, he went to Harvard. Uh, <laughs> I think he's fucking great looking. Um, yeah. But, yes, he is. So I don't know. Like, I haven't. I don't even know what's going on in his life right now. But that was like the first person. It's fair. Yeah, it's fair. It's just another fast fact. Um, <laughs> well, we wish we had more time with you, but thank you so, so much for coming yes. on. We are so glad you cleared the air and we're glad that everyone's going to get to hear this. So tell everyone where they can find you, what your socials are. Drop it. I'm, I'm dropping it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, guess, I guess my, in, like, do I say like my Instagram? Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Your TikTok, all of it. My Instagram is just Phoebe Siegel. My TikTok is Phoebe Ray. Um, those are the two socials I have. <laughs> and yeah, I just, you know, I want everyone to know, don't believe everything you see. There's a lot more that occurred. Um, I'm not a mean girl. I am a girl's girl. I'm a women's studies minor as well. Um, and um I hope that people can understand that we're there for 24 hours for X amount of days and you see 42 minutes of two minute of, you know, you see two minutes of a conversation that really went on for 20 minutes or whatever. So please, everyone. Be nice. Be nice. No bullying. No one deserves it. It's just a TV Um, show. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on, Phoebe. Thanks. (laughs) Bye, guys.